Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Hockey Hall of Fame announces the class of 2020 and my thoughts on the draft lottery held on Friday night. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Last Monday, the NHL allowed Phase 2 groups to be expanded to 12 players for on-ice sessions. Workouts have been limited to six skaters apiece since small group workouts began at the team's facility on June 8th. There's no news coming out of Warrior Ice Arena this past week. There was talk that Tuka Rask may attend workouts this week, but there was no sign of him. I would expect more players to arrive this week. Maybe more players will show up once we get closer to camp on July 10th. I mean, we only have like two more weeks and players have to report. The NHL hasn't made a decision on a hub city. Vancouver pulled out on Thursday, leaving Edmonton, Toronto, Chicago, Las Vegas as as potential hub cities. Now, I guess the NHL never got my suggestion for, for an Eastern Conference hub city. Why not play the games at the XL Center in Hartford? You can play Brass Bonanza after every goal. Think about think about the novelty for this one, right? And it's a perfect bubble city because nobody goes to Hartford. And if you're a and if you're a member of the Rangers organization who has who has played in the played for their minor league team, the Wolfpack, you're used to playing in front of nobody, anyways. Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly confirmed that the league and the NHLPA are not considering putting teams in quarantine for training camp sessions. Instead, the players are being instructed to stay home when not at the rink, with the hope that frequent testing and health protocols will prevent any outbreaks before games resume in the two hub cities in late July. Once they get to their hub cities, players and coaches, players, coaches, and staff will be quarantined from the general public for the duration of the playoffs and tested regularly. I'm putting this out there. Those of you who are thinking that this is that something's going to go wrong and everything things are just not going to go on because somebody's going to test positive, they are testing regularly. Okay? Regularly, okay? The Tampa Bay Lightning reopened their two training facilities on Wednesday 5 days after closing them because players tested positive for COVID-19. I mean, I want to watch hockey so bad. I mean, you know, not having play, not having the playoffs 
in April, May, and June drove me nuts. So I'm glad we're getting it back. I'm hoping the two bubble, the two hub bubbles or bubble cities or whatever the hell you want to call them, are, are closed closed off enough to to prevent COVID nineteen from stopping play. And I'm I'm just praying that that happens because I want to see hockey. I don't know about the rest of you, but I want to see Bruins hockey this summer. Okay, no matter what. In other NHL news this week, Jerome McGinley, Marion Hossa, Kevin Lowe, and Doug Wilson were among five players elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame last week. Also elected was Kim St. Pierre of the Canadians women's national team. She will be the first female goaltender inducted. Ken Holland was elected in the builders category, and Iginla played for the Boston Bruins for the 2013-2014 season. He will be the fourth black player inducted into the Hall of Fame, joining Grant Fuhrer, Angela, Ga- Angela James, and former Bruins player Willie O'Ree. Iginla and Fuhrer are the only black NHL players honored for their on-ice accomplishments. O'Ree was inducted in the Builders category two years ago before for breaking the NHL color barrier in 1958. Now, little little note on Ken Holland. You, everybody knows that he's the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. He was also the general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. Did you know Ken Holland played a total of four NHL games? He was a goaltender. He played four NHL games with the Hartford Whalers and the Detroit Red Wings between 1980 and 1984. He allowed seven goals in his only game as a Whaler in 80-81. Wow, I did not know that. Now, onto this cluster F known as the draft lottery. The NHL draft lottery was held on Friday night. It didn't really matter to the Bruins since the top four teams in the Eastern Conference didn't participate in the draft lottery. All I can say is this thing has to be a joke or something. I mean, I sat there and watched this thing for the full half hour thinking the Detroit Red Wings were going to get the first overall pick. Okay? They didn't. The number one pick in the 2020 draft will be determined by a second phase of the NHL draft lottery after results from the first phase of Friday night. You get me? No. I'm confused. I was a little confused too, but now I'm I'm getting the gist of things here. All right. What's going to happen is that number one pick is going to go to one of the teams that's eliminated from the Stanley Cup qualifying round. The team will be one of the eight that are eliminated from the Stanley Cup qualifying rounds and will be determined be determined by a second drawing to be held before the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Each team, each eliminated team will have a 12.5, where the hell did they get the 0.5 from, percent chance of winning the number one pick. Now, looking at the rest of the of the, the draft, the Los Angeles Kings moved up to, to the second pick, and the Ottawa Senators will have the number three and number five picks. They had their own pick, and they had a pick from the trade for defenseman Eric Carlson to the San Jose Sharks before 2018-2019. Okay, well, even though they didn't make out, even though the 
I don't know what senators didn't end up with either the first pick or the second. They got two picks in this round, two high picks in this round, number three and number five. So basically that would basically, I think that cancels them out from having that number one since they actually have number three and number five picks. Now the Detroit Red Wings, who had the, the best odds to win the number one pick, fell to number four. The other picks... The sixth pick goes to the Anaheim Ducks. The seventh pick goes to the New Jersey Devils. And the ninth pick goes to the Buffalo Sabres, who overhauled their whole entire front office just a week or so ago. Now, here's the thing. You suck the whole season, and, you stu- and you're stuck with the number four overall pick. And now an eliminated qualifying round team gets that number one overall pick. Do I, is this thing rigged or something? I mean, they should have gotten that pick and all of a sudden this eliminated team, whether who knows who it's going to be, one of these eliminated teams from the qualifying round, it's going to get the number one pick. That just doesn't make sense to me. The worst team in the league picking fourth. Also, the teams that lose the qualifying round collectively have a two- 24.5, 24.5, again, we go with the 2.5, 24.5% chance of landing the top pick. Meaning they're, they'll, they're actually going to have a better shot at the top pick than their Red Wings had at 18.5. This thing absolutely makes no sense to me. I can't wait to see the qualifying teams that are going to tank in the qualifying round so they have a chance at the number one overall pick. Because you know it's going to happen. You know somebody's, you know there's somebody, some general manager or some other team is sitting there saying to themselves, you know what, we don't have a we don't have a chance in hell to make it to the finals. Why don't we just go for the first round? That's what I think it that's what it's gonna come down to. You know, some some of you are gonna say that it's a qualifying round to get into the playoffs and nobody's gonna lose on purpose. Well, guess what? People are somebody's gonna somebody's gonna completely blow this. Somebody's going to come in. It might be Carolina. It might be Chicago. Hell, it might be Edmonton because if Edmonton gets that, happens to get the first overall pick, guess what? They they have a they basically have a an eighties type an Oilers type dynasty from the eighties. Look at all the look at all the guys that they put in there, all their first round picks. But think about this. If you're coming back to qualify for a Stanley Cup playoffs and now have the number one pick overall in in play, the number one pick is in play here. I know it's one pick for eight teams, but I could see some teams not showing up. I literally cannot see teams showing up. Not only do they go home early and not have to remain in the Hub City for the summer, they can go back to their families, they can go back overseas, whatever, wherever they wherever they are. You know, they can do whatever, but they can also skate away with the first round pick. Maybe the Rangers, the Islanders, Toronto, and Montreal decide not to show up now. So they get a chance at the pick. The same thing with the Edmonton Oilers or the Chicago Blackhawks or whoever. They they I know that they're all sitting there right now after last night's draft, and they're saying to themselves, gee, do we really want to tank this? Just why don't we just are we going to, are they going to, my, my thing is, are these teams actually going to try now? I mean, would it be worth it? Yeah, of course it would be. 
Some of these teams wouldn't even have a chance against Boston, Tampa, Philly, or Washington. If you can't win the cup, or if you if you know you can't win the cup, you might as well take a chance at the number one overall pick. You have nothing really to lose in this situation. Think about that. If you're the Rangers, do you lose to Carolina on purpose so you so you can get a chance at the number one pick? You know, add Alexei, Alexis Lafayette, or whatever this, whatever this, the kid who's supposed to go number one. You know, the kid who's supposed to go number one. You add him to the mix of young talent the Rangers have, and you could that could set them up for the next five, six, seven years. You know, to not only be, you know, playoff contenders, but also Stanley. You know, maybe go on to win a couple of cups. You don't know. You know, or the, it could be the the Edmonton Oilers. You know, they have put put together a group of young guys with McDavid, Dreisaitl, uh, Nugent Hopkins, whole bunch of these guys, and you add this kid in there, and he could put you in the, put you in the Stanley Cup Stanley Cup mix. And like I said, they could be compared to the Oilers of the '80s. Simple. It's. I, I just, I don't know. I just sat there last night and I like looked at it and I'm like, is this, was this really fair? You know, you should have had the top seven teams that didn't, that didn't qualify for anything and just let them give it to them and then figure stuff out as we went along towards the end of the season. You know, once the, once this, once the qualifying round was over, then you do stuff with those guys, then you do reseed those and all types of stuff. And this does not make sense. The one thing that does make sense is that the the 2020 draft will be held after the Bruins win the Cup. The NHL also announced that NHL player contracts contracts set to expire on June 30th will now expire October 30th. So hopefully the Bees will resign Tory Krug by before November 1st or on November on November 1st. So hopefully they will Sign him, get him dot, you know, sign, have him signed on the dotted line, and we'd be all set for the future. Other NHL news, a big one coming out of Calgary. Construction on the Calgary Flames new arena is scheduled to open or scheduled to begin in October or, or boy, October. I've got October on the brain. I don't know why. August 20, 2021 and will be completed for the 24-25 season. It'll hold up to 19,000 spectators, and, and the expected cost would be an estimated $550 million in Canadian dollars and $400 million in U.S. dollars. So hopefully this will end all the rumors of the Calgary Flames moving, some, moving out of Calgary to like Houston, Texas, or moving to Hartford, Connecticut, or Quebec, or wherever. But at least now we know that there's going to be a team that's going to stay put. There's still some rumors going around that Ottawa's looking to move somewhere. Maybe they'll move. You know, they want a new arena or whatever. Maybe they're going to move up to to Quebec. You never know. You know, this is a this is a revolving door. We got new arena. I mean, we have new arenas now being built all over the place. Think about that one. You got Belmont for the Islanders, you have that the new expansion team and I saw artist renderings of both arenas and they both look really nice. So, 
things are starting to look up for some of these franchises that were kind of iffy on leaving, you know, kind of with the with the Islanders and with Calgary now. So those teams are actually going to stay put in their markets. So it looks like everything is going to be fine. The NHL looks good for the future, with the exception of this draft, which, like I said, I don't like it. I'd rather see, I'd rather see them go back to the old, to the the old format, not this lottery crap. The old format. If you finished in last place, if you finished dead last with the worst record in the league, you got the number one number one pick. You have the second worst record in the league. You get the second. You get the third. You know, you go down the line. None of this. Oh yeah, well, you know, you get this many ping pong balls, and you know, you just hope for the best. This one did not work out. It should have been the top seven teams in in with a ping pong with a ping pong ball, you know, with that little, little lottery seven seven teams in this lottery draft, and that should have been it. All right, none of this. Oh well, we're gonna give we're gonna give the 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 teams that were in the qualifying round a chance to a chance for the first round pick. That sucks. If you're if you're if you're Steve Eiserman of of um. Detroit. Oh God, brain fart. If you're Steve Eiserman in Detroit, you got to be pissed right now. If you're Luke Robitaille and Rob Blake of the Los Angeles Kings, you got to be pissed right now. Because those two teams should have at least gotten, you know, had a chance for the first overall pick. Not this, not this throw, you know, not a, not some team that's going to throw now could probably going to throw the playoffs away because of because they want to get the number one pick. It's really, it's ridiculous. Why? You know, it, it to me that the only fair thing is go back to where it was, and the first overall pick goes to the worst team in the league. That means the that means this Alexis or Alexei Lafreniere, whatever kid. Sorry if I screwed up your name, but you're not coming to Boston, so you know. But still, you know this kid. This kid could have been, you know, a superstar in. You know, they could have built their team around this kid. You know, Detroit could have built their team around this kid. And guess what? <laughs> they're not going to get a chance to. They're going to get the fourth best. They're going to get the fourth, fourth best 18-year-old out there. And somebody like Pittsburgh, even Pittsburgh, I didn't even think of this one. Can you imagine this kid on the same, on the same team as Sidney Crosby? You know, you're putting Sidney Crosby on, on, on the Pittsburgh Penguins? You know, this is this is nuts. You should have just given it, you know, with with the with this dr- specific draft, since it's, since everything's screwed up in the world right now, you might as well take that just go back to the old to the old format and do that. And I can't see why they didn't do that. It's it's crazy. You know, and I know that there's some Bruins fans out there well well, I hope Montreal doesn't get it. Well, guess what? Montreal might get that first round pick. Then again, they're playing Pittsburgh in the in the qualifying round. Who knows? Maybe Pittsburgh might say, "You know what? We really want another superstar to take the place." I mean, Sidney Crosby's getting up there in his age, so maybe they'll they'll go for this kid. You know, maybe maybe they'll tank this way they can get him and have Sidney Crosby's replacement. You don't know. I mean. Heck, even the even the Islanders can pick this kid up. 
or even Toronto. I mean, think about Toronto. Toronto would have a killer lineup. The only problem lacking in 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 Toronto is defense and goaltending. You know, it's it's ridiculous. I I I don't know. I'm a loss for words on this one. I really am. It's like why did they why didn't they just stick with the regular the top 7 and let those guys have a chance. I feel like if you're if you're a fan of Detroit or Ottawa, even even the Kings, any of those 7 teams, you feel screwed right now. You're probably saying to yourself, "Jesus, why? What the hell just happened?" You know, it's it's ridiculous that the NHL would go and do this, you know, make things really I mean, it's bad enough people people are hating the NHL right now for even playing during the summer, but for screwing this thing up, you got to you got to be nuts. You should have just gone with the top 7 and just gone, you know, worst team gets that first pick just for this one season, you know, and then you can go back to the lottery draft. It's ridiculous what the hell they did. But it really doesn't matter because the Bruins aren't going to be picking picking in the top spot anyways. They're they're all set and ready to go with with the round robin. So everything is ready to roll here. I'm just hoping that the Bruins can make it to the freaking finals this year. Because if the Bruins make it to the finals, it'll it'll be awesome. They'll win the cup. You know, and you know, the right now the draft doesn't the draft really doesn't concern me. It really doesn't concern me right now. But it just being being a hockey fan for over forty for forty years now and seeing the NHL screw up in different areas. I mean, they didn't screw up with this whole playoff qualifying anything. I understand it. And I think it's awesome. But the whole thing with the draft I, I just I just can't I just can't get over what the hell you know is going on here. I mean it's it's ridiculous. You know now now we gotta you know now we have to deal with with wondering who who's gonna be you know who's gonna be one of those eight teams who's gonna get that who's gonna get the who's gonna draw that number one pick. And it's it's really sad. But to run down the order one last time for everyone out there, I know I ranted, but you can see how how badly I can't stand this. For one year, they just couldn't just do away with the lottery draft and just make it completely simple. All right, here's the rundown of the draft order one more time. The first round pick is going to go to the to the qual the the qualifying team. Whichever one that one is, because they're going to have another, I guess they're going to have another separate draft for that. Number two is the Los Angeles Kings. Number three are the Ottawa Senators. Now they got that pick from the San Jose Sharks. The fourth round pick, or the fourth pick, goes to Detroit, which is wrong, completely wrong. Number five goes to Ottawa. Number six goes to Anaheim. Number seven goes to New Jersey. And number eight goes to the Buffalo Sabres. Should I say the the, the retooled Buffalo Sabres? Picks four through eight were determined based on inverse order of regular season points percentage. 
Picks 9 through 15 will be assigned to the other teams that lose the A qualifying series in inverse order of their point percentage. And picks 16 through, 30, through 31 will be, ter- will be determined by playoff results. So my guess is that the Bruins could actually have the 30th overall pick or the 31st overall pick or one of those other picks. I'm still confused. I don't know what to say. Now, the, the the ones that really lucked out here with this, other than, you know, Detroit. Detroit got completely screwed, but Ottawa Ottawa for having two picks in that in the very early stages of the first round. I mean, third pick and the fifth pick. They they made out pretty well, so to me that would that kind of equals what they have. What that kind of equals a uh, number one pick. It's plain and simple. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this all goes. You know, will will their will teams actually, you know, f- tank on these on on these playing series on these qualify whatever the hell you want to call them play in series whatever are they going to just screw this up royally well the nhl did in my opinion but you know who's gonna who's gonna be the ones that are gonna be like nope we're we're out we're we're just we're just gonna like skate around and you know who's gonna who's not gonna the basic thing is who's not gonna try out of these guys to go out and win the cup now here's the thing if you go if you you get eliminated, you know, in this qualifying round, and you move on to the playoffs. Then I guess you can say, "All right, now we're going to push for the playoffs." But now that this thing is on, now that you not only have a playoff berth on the line, but you have, you know, a chance to get this number one pick. What do you choose? Do you choose to go forward in the playoffs, or do you choose to just, you know, hey, I'm we're we're done, we're ready to go, we're we're ready to go home, we're ready to pack it in and see if we can't get this number one pick. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And if you have a question for me, oh, and I hope you do about this whole entire draft lottery screw-up, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413 on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter, at hockeynascar 413. Interested in advertising on the show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Glad I talked your ear off. Glad I was able to vent today because this is one of the reasons why I do a podcast is to vent like crazy. And I finally got a chance to like really vent on something I can't stand. And that was, well, which was also confusing to me, but the NHL draft. So thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.